This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. And today is a special day. Every once in a while, I have a subject that's on my heart. And I just wanted to share it with you and see uh, if this can help you in your own life to understand some of the scriptures. So, you know, I've always had this thing in the scripture in Mark 11, 23 and 24. Well, I'll, I'll read it to you. That I never could understand. <clears throat> and I began seeking the Lord as to why is it like this? And I, I believe the Lord showed me something actually over the years of walking with the Lord. And in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, Jesus says this. He says, <clears throat> have faith in God. Okay, we get that. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says, shall believe, that those things which he saith shall come into pass, and he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, I don't know about you, but I've done this. Now, when it's talking about say unto this mountain, it's talking about the mountainous problems in your life or whatever is something that's big and difficult to move. You have the authority and the power that Jesus gave you to speak to it, and it'll move, whatever the problem is. Now, I will say this, mountains don't move quickly. They're heavy. <laughs> but let me just say this. <clears throat> For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever you sh- that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, okay, so that's me. I'm going to say, I'm going to speak to this mountain. I think we have a problem. A lot of people are praying and praying and praying, and they're not speaking, speaking, speaking. Typically, what I do is after I pray, I pray once, then I start speaking to it because God heard me the first time. But I'm just going to use this scripture right now. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into sea and shall not doubt, but believe that those things which he says shall come into pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And he says, so therefore, when you do these things, Believe that you receive them and you'll have them. Well, I've spoken to things in my life, and I'm sure you have too, where you spoke to this problem, and it the mountain never moved. It didn't go anywhere. And I said, you know, Lord, I remember I was involved in this, and I said, you know, Lord, this isn't working, and there's only you and me, and one of us is wrong. So something's there's something I'm not understanding because... Number one, I do believe. Don't tell me I don't believe because I do believe what it says. If I didn't believe this scripture, I wouldn't speak to the mountain because I'd say, well, that's not, the world laughs at people like me. And they'll say, what are you talking to this thing for? It's not going to go anywhere. Well, I believe it will. So I'm doing what this says. I'm speaking to it and I'm believing and the mountain doesn't go anywhere. And, and, you got to wonder, God, what is this scripture? Either either God is unable to perform this, or he lied, or I don't understand something, 
or there's something God's got going on to help us. And I'll understand, give you a meaning of that in a minute. And he says, therefore, I say unto you, whatever things you desire when you pray, if you believe them, and if you believe you receive them, you're going to have them. Okay, so how come, I said, Lord, how come when I speak to the mountain, it doesn't go anywhere? It just sits there. And I know I believe. And what the Lord showed me was, I have to turn the volume down on your speech life or you would kill yourself with your words. Because if you say it and believe it and it's negative, it's going to kill you. And if God, I'll say it this way, if God turns down the volume, then you can say it and it won't kill you. Maybe over time it will, but he's... He's had to take the anointing down. If the anointing on you was strong and you spoke this and said, oh, he's a pain in the neck, you would instantly have neck pain because you believe it and you spoke it. Now, I want to explain something that happened to you, which I don't know. I've had some fair amount of experiences with the Lord in my life. Been to heaven twice. But there was a time, it was about a two-week period when it was like this nuclear power source rose up in me and I could do anything. Um, perfect memory, perfect peace, perfect energy. You could sleep or not sleep. You could eat or not eat. It didn't matter. And you could walk, you could walk a thousand miles because if you started walking, by the time you got tired and hot and sweaty, you would just speak to your body and say, body, be clean and energized. And like that, your body would be clean and energized and your clothes would be clean. So this was a really wild thing. And I remember it would come up maybe once, twice a day. It would rise up and I could feel it in there. And, and then it would kind of wane. And after like two weeks, it kind of went away. And I never, I just couldn't understand what is this? And I began seeking the Lord. Lord, what is this? What is this? And the Lord said, that's the way Adam's body was. It's the way I made your bodies to work. They were made to respond to what you say. <clears throat> and they were servant to you. Your body was your servant. And from the fall of man, the body sort of became a rebel or disconnected. And your body doesn't want to do what you tell it to do, although it might, it, it does it a little bit. And I'm, if you had a, if you had a black mark on your hand and you, and like I would lay hands on it and I would speak to it and believe that that black mark's going to go. Maybe if I did it over and over and over for weeks and weeks and weeks, it would start to go away. When, when that had happened to me, you, you could look at the black spot and go to, speak to it. And before you could finish the sentence, it was gone. You know, if you were to say, black mark, be gone in the name of Jesus. Before you could finish the sentence, before you could touch it, it was gone. Your body obeyed me. My body obeyed, obeyed me perfectly. Because God was showing me in the non-fallen state, your body was alive and was listening to you. Really, our bodies now are dead and dying. And your spirit man goes on and your soul goes on, but your body really is what died. When, when God said to, to Adam, surely in that day, 
you're going to die. What he was talking about is your body, your soul, and your spirit's going to die. But with Jesus, we're renewed in our spirit and in our soul. But the body is still decaying and dying. So I remember, I mean, it was a really wild experience. It, and I remember saying, <laughs> I remember saying to the Lord when it just sort of went away. And I said to the Lord, Lord, uh, where'd this go? And the Lord said, you still have it. And I said, well, if I still have it, I don't know where it is because it's gone. But I believe God was showing me that not only do I have it still, all his people have it. They don't know they have it. Once that sort of a nuclear power source that I could feel come up, once that left me, um, I figured I didn't have it anymore. It's gone. But I believe God was showing me that we still have this. It's just that the body fights you more. And, <clears throat> but that's the way we were made. We were made that you could speak to whatever you're going to speak to. If you believe it, it'll obey you. And because of the fallen nature of man and because of the way we speak regularly, if God was to ha give us that kind of power or anointing is really what it is, or turn up the volume on our words in the spirit realm, we would probably kill ourselves with it because of the way we speak. And I just want to give you some examples of the way we speak. Um, you, could, you could say... God had to turn down the head pressure, he had to turn down the volume, or he had to almost completely remove the anointing. This way, because when you read this and you say, well, I believe it and I spoke to it and it isn't going anywhere, I don't think God's able to do this or he's a liar. But God's not a liar and he is able to do it. How come it doesn't happen? It's because our bodies will not respond the way they're supposed to respond. And I've noticed in my own life when I believe and I get angry, and I mean angry, angry, and I speak to it, all of a sudden things are moving. It's almost like your body just can't, it shouldn't have to be like that. So God has turned down the volume. I'd like to say he's turned down the anointing. And I'm going to give you some of the things that people say. Oh, that guy, he's a pain in the neck. If this scripture, and you believe it, because you believe it, because something happened to you, and oh, that, that guy's, or, or this is a pain in the neck, or that, you would instantly have neck pain. Or if you said, he's just a pain in the butt, you're going to have hemorrhoids. <laughs> I don't, I'm, 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 what about, you know, saying things like, you know, like your hands hurt, oh, when it's a rainy, cold day, I get my arthritis my arthritis. Now you own it. <clears throat> my allergies. Oh, the springtime and all of the pollen comes out. My allergies react. Now, how about this one? Oh, you're making me crazy. So because of the way we speak, and I'd like to say it this way, Satan developed a speech pattern of people to more or less curse their lives, curse what they own, curse their children, curse everything. And they don't understand what they're actually doing. God said this to me a long time ago. He said, you can't just say anything. And I was like, well, why not? And he said, because you are like me, you are a faith being. 
And if you're a faith being, then when you start speaking, things are going to happen because your faith is the power that does this. So um, because of what the Lord was showing me between what had happened to me and when he said, I'm a faith being, I began to realize you have to be more careful the way you speak, particularly about yourself and your situation. And I, a lot of, you know, I'm older now and a lot of the old people, I know, I don't remember anything anymore. And, you know, I know people that have said, oh, I know them. And they said, oh, you're making me crazy. This is making me crazy. That's making me crazy. And they say it all their life. And when they get older, they wind up in a crazy farm or a funny farm or in a, in a, in a, in a institution to help people like this. They're all out of their mind. And I, I realized this. He's turned the volume down so low that we can say these things a few times and it doesn't matter. But if you say something all your life continually, you're going to have what you say eventually. Because if you say something over and over and over again, you really do believe it. That's why you keep saying it. Now, I understand you don't believe a joke, although sometimes we say things in a joking manner and we think we don't believe it, but we do. You know, I, I remember years ago... Um, uh, a friend of mine came to stay and he, uh, he stayed with us a couple days and he's one of these jokester guys. And every time you said something, it was always, oh, ha, ha, ha. he said, oh, oh, you're killing me. Oh, this is the way he spoke. Well, by the time he left, that was the way I spoke. And shortly after he left, I started getting sick and I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I couldn't talk like a heathen because I'm a different person. I'm a child of the most high God. I say this to the, to the school teachers. You know, you teach these children that they're descendants of animals. And then when they act like animals, you don't understand it. But if you tell them that they are children of the most high God, and that they're people and that they're not animals, their behavior will improve overnight. But they won't go there because they're smarter than God. Not all of them, a lot of good, good teachers. Anyway, this friend of mine was doing this. And, and, and God showed me, I can't turn up the volume in your life because as soon as somebody says something funny, you're going, ah, you're killing me. You'd be dead. But if you do it all your life, eventually it will kill you. And you wonder why people die of different, different diseases. And they have full of fear, different fears, and they speak their fear. And then they wonder why all these things are happening to them. And, you know, <clears throat> life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I've been through this before. You can't speak death and not expect it to happen. Now, what God showed me about all of this is that when you're speaking sickness all the time, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. If you're speaking death all the time, what happens is you get sick and it just progresses and progresses and progresses. And I listen to people all the time, the way they speak. And you wouldn't believe how many times in a day you say things like, oh, you're killing me. Oh, uh, my arthritis. Oh, a pain in the neck. You wouldn't believe it if, if, if I was to track you you would probably say, I don't want to say anything like that, but you do. You got to be very careful, very careful of your words over your life. 
You know, I had to laugh because I remember when I finally figured this out and I was saying, oh, you're killing me. And everybody was laughing at a joke and everyone's going, oh, you're killing me. And I said, I'm not going to speak like this anymore. So I would sit there and laugh. I go, oh, you're living me as in alive. And they looked at me like, you're the craziest thing that ever happened. And I said, I don't care what you think of me. I'm not going to be sick like you. I got enough problems. <laughs> so remember. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you're always speaking these things, my arthritis and you're killing me and it goes on and on. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. If you're speaking death, God cannot heal you because if he healed you, it makes the Bible untrue. And you know, I was, I was talking to somebody and I said, I believe God wants me to prosper. He wants me wealthy. That's another thing people say. Oh, you know, I know this one guy, he said to me, you know, if I didn't have bad luck, I, didn't ha I wouldn't have any luck at all. And guess what? His life's a mess. And there's no such thing as luck, by the way. Luck is a word the devil invented, and he did it so that you would think some, when someone prospers or they're blessed, he says to you, oh, they're lucky you're not. And you buy into this whole thing. You know, God just, God can't say, you know what? I've had it with this whole place. Just, just get it out of here. This whole building would explode and be gone in a second. God can't talk that way. So what the Lord was showing me is if you change your speech life all the time to nothing but positive and blessings, Certainly over myself, I'm very careful what I say, although I don't do this perfectly. He said to me, I can turn the volume back up. I can make your anointing greater. So when you pray for people, they'll fall down. They'll get healed on the spot. That's why, you know, Smith Wigglesworth was a, an evangelist healer from like the early 1900s. He wouldn't even let back then a newspaper in his house because he didn't want to have any of that junk of the world in his house. And we've piped in the internet, which is 40% pornography, and it's awful, and it's everywhere. And then we wonder why when we pray for people, nothing happens. We wonder why when we speak to the mountain, the mountain doesn't go anywhere. Because you're so full of junk. Your thinking is so junky that God is saying, look, in my mercy and love for you, I've turned the volume down. So if you speak this way, it isn't going to kill you. But if you can change the way you speak 24-7, be on it and ask God to increase your anointing. He will because he can, because you're speaking. You know, I knew this woman, she was a pastor's wife, and she always used to talk like this. She said, oh, yeah, this starting a church is hard. It's just the way she did it. Oh, I know a friend, he's a missionary, and it's hard. And I said to her one day, I said, listen, I love you. But as long as you say it's hard, your life is hard, it's going to be hard. You can't get out of it. I used to, people used to say to me, hey, Al, how are you doing? Oh, I'm overworked and underpaid. And one day I realized, I said, you know, I am overworked and I am underpaid. I, I thought I was speaking what I had and what I was doing was enforcing what I had by my words and my thinking and my belief system. And God showed me, why don't you speak like, you know what, man, I'm underworked and overpaid, even if you're not. 
Start somewhere. Start speaking this. Start changing the way you do it. Don't complain about your life. You spoke it into existence in part. You know, and that's another thing. You know, you meet some people you haven't seen in a while. They can't wait to tell you about all their problems and all their sickness and all the difficulty. You know, the Lord said this to me. I have people I pray for, like maybe, I don't know, 50 names of people I know, and I put them on my list and I pray for them. And the Lord said this to me. He said, I don't even want you to pray for them anymore. I want you to just bless them. Just speak their name and say, Lord, bless that person. God just wants to bless you. And he wants blessings poured out on you, but we can't receive them because we won't speak right. We get off into jealousy. We get off into greed. We get off into pride. We're, we have to change the way we think and change the way we speak. Even in the scriptures, when you when the angel was contending for Moses' body and he said, the Lord rebuke you, he wouldn't even bring in a railing accusation against the devil. You think he would have said, Satan, you're no good... The angels understand this is, there's a way that you need to speak. And if we change our speech life, it will help. We're still in a fallen world all around us. But if we change our 24-7, just those cliches and those words we throw out and those kind of things like, oh, I'm, I'm always tired. I'm, I'm shot. I'm shot. I'm always shot. And that's another thing. How do you speak over your children? Oh, you're going to be like your dad, and he was an idiot. He was a loser, and you're growing up just like your dad. And then when they grow up like their dad, you say, see? When you spoke it into their life, at least fight the natural things that might be going on in your life. Fight it with your words, and don't change your mind, and don't give up. <clears throat> it says... If you, if you don't doubt and you believe it in your heart, you're going to have it. And when you say the same thing over and over and over, he's a pain in my neck, you're going to have this. One of the things I learned about healing is if I really get angry and mad and I keep speaking my healing and speaking my healing, I get healed. But if I don't take, if I don't put that level into it, nothing, the mountain doesn't move. And I believe what God has been showing me is, I can't really do this for you. You're going to have to pray and ask me to heal you because you can't just speak to it because I've turned the volume down or the anointing down in your life to protect you. This is not my intention. It's not the way. Jesus, when he spoke it, it happened every time. He would speak it and it would happen. He knew this, understood it. And yes, he lived a perfect life. And yes, I would recommend you live as clean as you can. I would recommend that helps in your thinking to be a believer, to get your anointing to rise up. It will help you. Don't ask God to, change, to turn the volume up in your life or to increase your anointing unless you're ready to make a change in how you speak. And what you're going to have to do is take someone who, your wife, your friend, whatever, and say, I want you to check my everyday words. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. 
Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.